Hi, I'm Jess, and I'm out to get the life and love of my dreams. I'm tired of seeing myself get in the way of my goals and desires, be heartbroken over unavailable guys, and feel unsatisfied and unhappy in life and love. If this sounds like you too, let's do this together. I've created this podcast so we can connect, learn, and grow together. Each week, I'll be sharing, exploring, and learning alongside you on topics like dating, inner work, self-love, health and fitness, and so much more. Welcome to Happiness with Jess, a podcast for self-love, better dating, getting out of your own way, and getting the life and love you want. I'm so happy you're here. Hey guys, welcome back. It's Jess, and today I have a special guest with me. His name is Steve, and he's been a client of mine for the past three years. I wanted to bring Steve on the podcast to share his journey. I just think that he has an inspiring story that can really help people if they heard it. Steve has struggled with his weight since college. He'd lose weight, gain it back, and repeat. And he even got gastric bypass to hopefully solve things once and for all, but started to see the numbers slide backwards, and that was when he decided He was ready to really make a change and knew he needed help. Since working together, he's lost over 60 pounds and counting, made some huge changes in his lifestyle, and keeps coming back even after numerous setbacks. In the episode, he's also going to be sharing how he struggled with depression and shares how getting help was a big part of this change. I just think Steve has a really inspiring story, and I'm excited for you to listen to our conversation. Anyone who struggles with weight, depression, and loss will find this episode relatable and powerful. Okay, so I am so happy you're here, Steve. Um, We are going to be talking about your story. I think that you have such an amazing story, especially in this last year. I just feel like you've had like such a big shift and so many things have changed. And I would just love to hear like what went down to, to like create this person that I'm kind of seeing in front of me now. So I first wanted to start off by saying like, or asking you like, where were you when we first started? Like, could you describe like where you were professionally, mentally, physically, like all of the things, what you were struggling with, just where you were before we started working together? Um, see, I was, how long have we known each other? Three years? Three years. Three years. <laughs> So, yeah, I'd been divorced for about seven years, um, struggled with depression, struggled with my weight. Uh, Freshly, I felt kind of stuck. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. How would you describe yourself now, three years later? Um, I've actually almost spent the last year and a half or so, but I've lost a lot of weight. Um, I'm getting treated for my depression. And um, besides that, the exercise I'm doing is helping with that. And then um, I'm up for promotion at work. So things are going good. (laughs) Yeah, Not just a little bit of weight. Come on. We got almost like 60 pounds, right? Yes. 60 (laughs) pounds, actually. Well, 59. <laughs> one, one pound off. But that's yeah. incredible. Wow. What does it feel like just kind of saying that out loud, like where you were and where you are now? Feels good. Do you think um, about it ever, like kind of just the changes that you've made? 
Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I actually went through gastric bypass surgery years, like about four years ago, four and a half, something like that. And I lost a ton of weight then, but with the pandemic and the depression and all that other stuff, I was just slowly gaining it back. And I didn't, I had done that once before and I didn't want to get there again. That's kind of what motivated the change um, about a year and a half ago. If you, um, and yeah, my numbers with the doctor were going in the wrong direction and all of that. And I just, I just didn't want to go back and both of my parents, you know, they take them, took a handful of pills morning, noon and night as part of their old age and all their things they had wrong with them. And I just didn't, I don't know if I can avoid that completely, but I'd really like to avoid it as long as possible, I guess. <laughs> so wow. I made the decision that I needed to do something about it and really stick to it. Yeah. Sounds like you had a lot of things like really motivating you, like really propelling you to make some changes. Yeah. I, what really made the difference was, I made the decision to do it and then um, look for the people who would help me the most. So. Yeah. So you knew that you needed help on this journey. Is that what you're saying? Yes, for sure. Yeah. I mean, even in our three years of working together, I feel like the first, I guess you kind of already described that, like, you know, the pandemic was involved in there, but yeah, within this last year, things really, just really changed. And I was wondering if you knew what that was, like what really caused that big shift and caused it created this 60 pounds of weight loss, especially. Um, yeah, mostly I just finally decided I was ready. I, I don't, not sure how, how I got to that decision, but um about a year ago, March, I went to see my doctor and got had a, my yearly physical. And I just, since the gastric bypass, the numbers were going in the wrong direction. And she was talking about putting me back on some of the meds that I'd gotten off because of the surgery. So I was just like, no, I don't, don't want to go back there. <laughs> yeah. So where are you at with the, the numbers now? Um. Well, before the gastric bypass, I was diabetic. Um, I am now not only not diabetic, but my A1C is well below the even pre-diabetic stage at this point. That's amazing. How, that's, then, yeah, big time. No longer needing to be on like, you, or I don't know if you were using insulin, but now you don't need to. You don't have to rely on that. Take pills. That's yeah. huge. And then... Yeah, before my surgery, I was in on, um, I had cholesterol and was on, I forget what the medication is called, but it, it's supposed to lower your cholesterol. But that's back to normal now too. My good cholesterol is high, my bad cholesterol is low, and then my overall cholesterol is normal. So That's amazing. Wow. What a shift you made. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah it was it was really starting to get a, real, a, a good balance of exercise in. So between working with you a couple times a week and then biking to work really 
really helped paid off. <laughs> yeah, it did. Which let's talk about that a little bit. The biking thing. I don't think I ever mentioned or anything. That was all on you. That's something that you enjoyed. And tell tell us about the, your journey with your bike. <laughs> well, as a, as a kid, I always got around in bikes and I really enjoyed it. I guess I'd forgotten how much, but because of my weight and other things, it was just hard to go very long, especially with lots of hills. So, um. I saw that e-bikes were becoming popular and I just thought, well, heck, let's give it a try and see what I can find out. And with an e-bike, I could actually make it a good distance around town and without getting all completely wiped out. So I thought I'd start trying to ride to work. And this is, this thought came up. It was like after that Monday, uh, that March uh, doctor's appointment or physical. And then it was basically... Um, it was just the end of the pandemic and price gas prices were crazy high. And I was just like, well, maybe I can do something about both of those things. <laughs> and yeah, I, I bought myself an e-bike and started riding <laughs> and I kind of remembered how much fun it was to ride your bike and just kind of got into it. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Riding your bike is such a, like a childhood nostalgic type activity. Yeah. But okay, so I mean, I know this, but not everybody else does. Share some of the struggles that you've had, some of the setbacks that you've had, I mean, with the bike, and then, you know, in other ways, too, because we've had a rough year. Yeah. So um, (laughs) I lost my first e-bike to a poorly designed, well, I, I a bike rack that wasn't designed to carry it. So it was e-bikes are a little bit heavier than regular bikes and you have to have a bike carrier that can hold it. Um, I didn't and it fell off the back and got dragged on the interstate for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I bought another one. Uh, That one I still have in ride and it's a great bike. Uh, It's a class one, which means that you have to pedal in order for it to assist you. So there's no free rides. I mean, it it does help, but you have to actually pedal. (laughs) Um, Since then, I decided I wanted to have more of kind of like a weekend bike that I could cruise around on and and have more fun and go a little bit further. And I bought one of those. And the first time I rode it, I got hit by a truck and it destroyed it. (laughs) Um, And I got injured in the process. So I... I had to deal with that for a while. And then I did get a replacement for it, but I haven't really used it that much yet. I'm a little afraid at this point. Um, beyond that, I've also this year broken my toe and I've fallen a couple times and I lost my mom. So it's been kind of a rough year. <laughs> Yes, a few setbacks, a few, you know, a loss that was really big. Um, But I can't help but like highlight how you come back every single time. Like the day that you got run over, you were in back, you were in the gym the next day. And I was like, excuse me, (laughs) you should be at home. (laughs) And you're like, what are you doing here? You should be resting. (laughs) But I'll never forget what you said, because I think I, I 
I scolded you a little bit, but then you said something that really, yeah, it really stuck with me. And you said that you've had a lot of struggles with, um, you know, kind of it not being something that you can continue, something will happen. And then you end up um, forgetting about your fitness and uh, letting the weight come back on. And so that was a moment where you were like, I'm not, you know, no excuses. I'm going to the gym. And yeah, I would say like my whole um, like perspective kind of changed there in that situation. And I, I just wanted to have you tell everybody about that. And um you know, some of the things that we've talked about and worked on with making that not be kind of something that you think about as often. Yeah, I, well, I've been struggling with my weight since college pretty much. And yeah, I'd, I'd get to a point where I'd be doing really well and then I'd get sick or I'd, I'd get hurt or something would be going on in my life and I'd just kind of forget about it. And then all the good habits I got would be gone. And on top of that, I'd, I'd whatever weight I'd lost, I'd gain back and then some usually. Um, and the biggest c- case of that was, I mean, I actually lost most of the weight before my gastric bypass. And I was actually down to almost my target weight. And then I got rheumatoid arthritis and it took them a year to figure out what it was. But because of being in pain all the time, I let that stop me from exercising and doing other stuff and eating right. And you know, I was, I'm sure it contributed to my struggle with depression. And with all of that, I, yeah, I just kind of forgot everything and I gained all the way back and, and then some. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which, which led me to the gastric bypass, which I thought that would be the end of it. But then, you know, the pandemic, we're all home and doing stuff. And I'm like, I'm like gaining it back again. And I'm like, no, this is not right. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that was kind of, I don't know, that was a big motivator. Um, and I've been working with you and a counselor and, and other people in my life that kind of encouraged me. And that, that helped a lot too. I mean, I, I can't stress that enough. I really did need help. And I just had the right people in my life at the time to help with that. Yeah. Oh. I mean, yeah, you've had a few times where, yeah, like you kind of cycled through and this time has really just seemed to like have stuck and you've made such big changes, not just only like with what we do in the gym, but, you know, you're biking, you have this amazing garden and, you know, using the things in your garden and, you know, changing up some things in your personal life and your work. And I've just seen like such a big shift in like all ways. And so it's hard for me to think about you like ever going backwards after this. It's, it's something I worry about. And so I try to keep conscious of it and not make up excuses. Cause yeah, that, I mean, it's very easy for me to make up an excuse to not go to the gym. I mean, I, <laughs> I don't particularly enjoy going to the gym. So <laughs> Which is so funny to me because I always feel like you are, yeah, just, I've, I've rarely had you cancel and you yeah. showed up the day after you got run over. I mean, yeah, you're a good motivator. 
Well, I would say that the evidence is showing that you have a lot of just, you know, dedication to this and, you know, really healthy habits, really strong habits that are really just, you know, like you're doing it without even even thinking about it almost like it's more of just an automatic thing in your life. Yeah. Well, I still remember what it felt like to not be healthy and I don't want to go there again either, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Is that something that worries you? A little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it it does help to motivate me. <laughs> yeah, the fear. What about like my coaching style? What about that has helped you and motivated you? And what have you enjoyed about that? Um, uh, for me, I can motivate myself if I'm given the right tools and kind of nudged in the right direction. I don't really respond well to people forcibly like telling me what, you know, what I should do. Um, And your style was very good at that. Actually, you were always nudging me in the right direction, but never really like saying you should do this right now kind of thing. Um, And that I really appreciated, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. I think naturally we, don't like people telling us what to do. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Like the criticism and the force and the shaming, just that's not what we need. We need love. We need nurturing. We need patience. And yeah. Yeah. No, I, for me, when I start getting that, the criticism, the, the shaming, that kind of stuff. I dig in and just kind of get stubborn and that doesn't help anybody. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Well, I appreciate that hearing uh, that I've, uh, my style was something that really would benefited your, your success in here and that I wasn't um, pushing you too far, (laughs) just enough. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Sometimes you give me a little eye rolls or little uh, <laughs> little looks that say, I don't want to do what you're telling me to do, but I'll do it. <laughs> yes, especially the dead bugs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> hey, but you keep coming back for more, so something's working. I, I do do that, yes. <laughs> it is good for me. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> Well, I mean, I've definitely just, I don't know, I feel really honored to get to hang out with you twice a week and just to see where your your life has taken you and the things that you're doing now. Like, I know that you're involved with so much dance and, you know, the biking and you got some other, you know, fun things happening in your life, too. And I just love the shift that I've seen with you. And I was wanting you to maybe share like to anybody else out there who's struggling in a similar way or who kind of resonates with, um, you know, things that you struggled with, what advice do you have for them? Um, ultimately you have to do it for yourself. You can't do it because you want to look better for someone else or because you want to, you know, do it, you know, listen to what your doctor says or any of that. You have to do it because you want it yourself. And that that's the only way I found to actually make it happen. You have to want it yourself more than you want the other crap that makes you unhealthy. (laughs) Yeah. And on top of that, find good people to help you. 
I mean, that without that, it's really hard to do it on your own. So amazing. Let's dissect both of those really, really quickly. Um, so what is it like? What is like a supportive person look like to you? What does that right group of people look like to you? Um, I kind of said it before, but I, I need people to kind of tell me the facts that I need to know, which I've spent years doing that, but uh, gentle nudging in the right direction works best with me. And that, um, I don't know how, if that works for everybody, but for me, yeah, just kind of give me the facts and then point me in the right direction. And, um, when I'm ready, I'll do it myself. <laughs> Of that. And yeah, you know, kind of that was a perfect segue <laughs> when you're ready. So that's why you mentioned like you have to be um, ready for this. It has to be something that you want to do for you. So what was the big change for you? Like, how did you become ready for you to, to you know, to really lose weight and to change your lifestyle and o- incorporate these new habits? Um, honestly, for me, it was just kind of seeing the numbers going in the wrong direction and starting to feel like I was backsliding again for the second time. And I just, I just didn't want to go there. I was no. <laughs> yeah. Um, and for me, I think the biggest change this time was the fact that I acknowledged that I was struggling with depression and that I got it treated. Um, that was probably the biggest thing that helped me help motivate me. It's really hard to do anything if you're depressed all the time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think I remember asking you a question like along the same lines and you you answered by saying I needed to start looking at the whole person and the depression was a big part of like your story and who you were as a person. Yeah. And with my job, it, things like medications for depression is kind of a sensitive subject for what I have to do for my work. And that stopped me for years from even acknowledging that it was a big problem. <laughs> and I kind of feel bad that I, I let that go for so long, honestly. Wow. I didn't know. I didn't know that there's like a stigma or something with you, you know, taking medicine for your job. Um, you have to report various um, medications to them. Mm. as a part of our job so yeah wow okay so when you started to treat your depression with um uh, medicine things really really started to change for you yeah Uh, my whole attitude about everything changed honestly it was energy is the right word or motivation or whatever but yeah it kind of turned around 100 percent with that Wow. That's amazing. That's great that you decided to um, try antidepressants. What ended up getting you to try them? Um, it was literally the fact that history was repeating itself and I didn't want to go there again. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You just saw the pattern and you're like, ah, nope, not today. I'm not doing that again. We're going to try something different here. Yeah. Wow. I love that. You took charge. You knew that you needed help. You sought out help and with supportive people, with medicines. 
um, yeah, and just kind of like took your life back. I'm really proud of you. Thanks. Um, well, I think that kind of does it for today. I think I covered everything that I wanted to ask you. Was there anything that you wanted to share with anyone before um, we ended? Um, Jess is the most awesome trainer in the world and everyone can <laughs> work with her. <laughs> <laughs> I did not make him say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really appreciate you. You have been, um, yeah, somebody really special in my life and working with you and being on your journey has been like just really eye opening for me and has taught me a lot of like, you know, with coaching and, yeah, just I really enjoyed you as a person and getting to know you and getting to spend two hours a week, you know, hanging out with you. And uh, yeah, I just really love you and appreciate you. And I appreciate yep. you wanting to do this, uh, this episode with me. No problem. Amazing. Well, I think I'll end it right here. And uh, you have a good rest of your day. Yep, you too. I just want to end by saying thank you so much for being here and for listening. If you like today's episode and are enjoying the show, please don't forget to rate it, subscribe, and share with a friend. Any of these things are helping me so much to grow so I can get in the ears of those in need. So I really appreciate it. And for more content on self-love, fitness, and relationships, you can find me at happy.i.nest.jess on Instagram. Thank you so much, and I'll see you in the next episode.